What's going on, everybody? Welcome back into the podcast studio. It is your host, Holden and Noah. And we're getting geared up. It is growing upstairs. Man, we're so glad to have you guys back here uh, as we get things going with another episode, as we do every single week. Noah, how's this past week been? It's, It's hard to believe. Again, I say this every week. I've got to stop saying it. How was last week? How's the past week been since we last talked about things? Man, it was. It's been pretty good. Um, I would say it's been a solid week. But I'll, I kind of echoing one of the things you've been saying as we talk about our weeks. Man, I'm really starting to realize just how hot it has been in South Georgia, and it's only getting hotter. It's supposed to be like 104 this weekend. It seems like all month has been hot, and this week is going to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so glad to be back in here with you though, brother. I'm our our goal in this episode and this entire show is we're growing with God together. We're gonna talk about Jesus, life, and music. What's going on in life? We've got some music and stuff like that to talk about um tonight and then a fun topic as well. My past week was going pretty good until the end of the week and all of a sudden my son just breaks down and gets sick and I was like, Oh man, he's he's kinda having a rough go of, of getting sick and then man it just kinda kept snowballing and all of a sudden friday afternoon i get a message from my wife that hey they had to take him to the er Mm because he's really having trouble breathing and i was like oh my goodness so we kind of got everything settled i came up to the er where everybody was and um again just having trouble breathing doing breathing treatments all of this good stuff and it really wasn't changing anything which really scared me because we two years ago we had a little scare where he was in the hospital with some breathing issues Mm. and uh we, th- we thought we got those resolved again. We've been like a year and a half. And when you do treatments, usually that kind of cures things and, and settles things down. And it wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was a little bit scary. So they transferred us to uh, to Albany at Phoebe yeah. um, where we ended up staying Friday night. And, and luckily we were discharged on Saturday. But he, he ended up coming down with RSV. And as, as a young kid, man, that's tough. That's really, really tough on your lungs and and breathing. Um, but but praise God through all of it that, that he's okay. Amen. He's he's still at home recovering. We're still doing treatments and all that good stuff. But scary, scary kind of end of the week last Absolutely. week. Um, and this was one of those that we, we've talked about it the past couple of weeks, praying. Man, just pray about it. And in all of it, the, the thing that I just kept saying to myself is, man, even in the good and the bad, and this is bad, you just have to continue to lean on God and pray um, that everything's going to be okay. And luckily everything is, you know, so continuing to kind of recover at home. But, uh, for anybody out there that we said, you know, Hey, send a prayer up for us, man. We, we greatly appreciate it and glad to be home. And, uh, he's recovering and back at school and still treatments and everything, but kind of a wild end to the week. Um, for sure. Some, something we didn't talk about last week, and one thing we do want to iterate on here as well is is continued prayers out to uh, Maui over in Haiti. I'm at Haiti, uh, Hawaii. Yes. Um, major wildfires going on over there, and we we try not to, to necessarily talk too much about like what's going on, critical time and and life, what's going on around the world. But in this case, this is something that really does need to be talked about, and yeah. uh, and just prayers for everybody that's over there that was in the face of this and that is still missing because there's it's it's just tragic. Um, so praying for that. So let's kind of bring bring it up a level. We're not raising the meter yet. We're going to get there here in just a minute. Uh, but let's get into some songs. What is a song this week? You know, I texted you earlier. What is a song that's kind of on your heart or that's kind of speaking to you this this week? Well, you know, I text you. Um back when you asked me that question and the one that's been on my heart lately is Christ Our King um, by Passion and I don't know man just with 
all everything that's been going on with our our church as we're in this process of looking for a new pastor and we're just waiting on the Lord in these times. Um, and there's, you know, this song starts off talking about we're going to wait for you. We're going to wait for you and your mercy and, and everything. We wait for you. Um, and so I think it's just been really on my heart lately as, we, as we're, you know, waiting to see, as we're working through looking for a pastor. Um, it's just been, it's been a good one. It's one that I heard, I don't know, it's been... How long has it been that that album's been released? Has it? It's not been terribly long, I don't think. That was this year. Yeah, so it's it's been fairly recent, but it was one again, kind of when it hits that chorus, you know, Christ, our King. It's like, good Lord, hits mm-hmm. you right in the chest, and like you said, it speaks so much to kind of what we're going through in today and everything that's happening, not only in our lives today, but in our church. Yeah, which is such a big deal. Um, which what, is a good one. What about you? So I've got. Uh, it's called "The Reason I Sing" by Phil Wickman. You heard this song? I, I whoa, kind of, wait, wait, wait. I kind of play a song. Um, Wickham, Wick, yeah, Wickham. What did I say? Wickham, Wick, <laughs> Phil, Wick, Phil Wickman, Phil Wickman, <laughs> Phil Wickman. I did. I'm not gonna lie to you. Until this very moment, I thought that his name was Wickman. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Wickman. If you are listening to the Growing Upstairs podcast, I apologize for I, holding. I apologize to your name. <laughs> but, dude, I'm big on an acoustic set version oh, yeah. of it, and. Listening to it, there is a lot of I in it, which we talk about. It's like, all right, we got to be careful with that. But when I listen to it, I'm like, no, no, no. This is the reason I sing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a very good singer. I'm not a big singer. I don't get up every Sunday and sing in front of everybody. But occasionally we do. You know, we've right. started um, a band, if you want to call it that, uh, upstairs worship, right. where we get together and we sing. And when I heard this song, I was like, dude. This is for me. This is the reason that I sing. That's awesome. You know, it's it's, it's singing for Jesus, and it's one that again I, I love an acoustic song, yada yada. Anything acoustic, I'm all for it. But it spoke to me in a big way, and kind of a just a quick behind the music. And this is my testimony as far as like playing music and getting into music was I picked up a guitar. Yeah, kind of picked up a guitar. I guess you'd say long long ago. Me and my dad were actually at my house, and this is a backstory into my life. As I was first growing up, my dad um, and I were at our house. Power was out of the house, and this is going to tell you how much your dad will like cover you, and in the same way that God does this, he will cover you in times of, of trouble, so to speak. So our power was out. There's not a storm or anything going on, but I had no clue what was going on behind the scenes. My dad brings out a guitar. I'd never in my life seen my dad pick up a guitar. He plays a couple of chords. I was like, man, that's cool. So I was like, hey, show me. So he shows me a couple of these chords. And we sit there literally with a candle and our back doors of the house wide open with a breeze blowing in. Mm-hmm. And he, it sounds like something out of a movie. And he showed me a couple of chords. And from then on, it took off. And I, I look back on it now and I realize, hey, our power was out because we couldn't pay a power bill mm. growing up. And it was something through the darkest of times, literally, because there was no light, that my dad started to teach me something. And that was it. That was the first time I'd ever seen him pick up a guitar. I never saw him pick one back up again since then, to this day. And that was, I would venture to say that was 15 years ago, Mm. if not longer than that. But ever since then, I've just kind of self-taught. I look at videos, try to find different ways to play. And then I meet my now wife, and we move here, and Brother Eric, our, our music minister, he had asked, he was like, hey, do you want to join the band? And I was like, oh, sure. I don't have a guitar that you can plug up or anything, but we put a little mic there, you know, yeah. and, and I'd play. And ever since then, I've been a part of the praise team. And then, again, you and I have drawn closer over time, 
And then it just further, listen, I love to sing in the shower, by a campfire, in the tractor, <laughs> in the car, where can't nobody hear me. I, I always say I like to sing solo, solo that you can't hear me. Um, but it's been such a fun thing to really bring out the only reason that I sing is is because of that. Because yeah. generally, we're singing worship songs about stuff. So that's a little behind the music. Man. Before. And the, the only reason I ever picked up a guitar, and it just went from there. That's crazy. So... That's that's kind of a backstory. If you ever wanted to know anything on it, we did getting to know the show last week. But right. there's there's an, there's another story for you. Um, so, but you got anything else on music as far as that goes? Before we kind of no man, that was great. I think that what a testimony. Well, it's uh, again at the time I wouldn't have known it, but it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. This whole thing, dude. I sent you a quote the other day that blew my mind, and I was like, I got to remember to bring this up. And it's what what did I say? God's not going to. All right, so there's. Let me just look up the quote. You might can pull it up faster than I I'm, can. I'm trying to find it. It's the bad part is Noah. You you text all right. me all the time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So no, there, no, that's not. It's it. something about there is a thing. Like if you have a thing in your life that you can't get over, God may not necessarily take that thing from you if it draws you closer to Him. We're gonna find the exact quote that I sent, and then okay, here it is, Jerry. Yeah. God doesn't deliver us from a thing if he knows that that thing will ultimately deliver us to him. Boom. As a quote I heard, as a matter of fact, it was probably on Beso, because yeah. it's either that or something else that I'm listening to, and I, I heard that, and I was like, whoa. He's not going to deliver you from something that's going on in your life if it's going to bring you closer to him. Yeah. Now, when he when you're brought closer to him, that may be when he delivers you from it because it brought you to him. And that's not a guarantee. Exactly. Right. But if it's drawing you closer to him... Why in the world would he take it from you? Yeah. That's where you have to praise God in the good and the bad. Because sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it ain't easy. But we still have to do it. All right. So kind of moving forward, we don't have really a funny topic as far as a funny story for story time. We didn't have any write-ins or anything. We got. I, I'll, I'll try to remember to uh, to put that up on the socials next week. By the way, where, where can they follow us on the socials? They can still follow us at Growing Upstairs. On Instagram over there? On Instagram. On Instagram. The Grammy Gram. All right, so not really a funny youth story here, but I'm going to run through this really quickly. I told you guys last week we're going to talk about church league softball. Okay. So years ago I came into this church, and church league softball was already a thing when I got here. Yeah. And we were a winning church. Not to be braggadocious, but we were a – top dog church when it came to playing some church league softball we got some trophies in the in the case if you know what i mean so the guy who we had coaching the team he ends up saying hey why don't you coach and i was like dude i've only played one year why in the world would i coach he was like i I figured out he doesn't want to do it anymore i figured out really quickly why he doesn't want to do it anymore that's typically when people ask you to take over it's typically generally that's the reason there's a reason well i figured out that reason so anyways Fast forward a few years, we've won a couple of championships. We've combined with some other teams. We've won a championship. We've lost some, too. But these past three – let's go back three years ago. I think we're right after COVID, right before. It's hard for me to remember exactly now. We're in the championship game. We're combined with another church. The other church that we're playing and a fan and our stands start fussing at you, at each other. And it was like, all right, all right, let's, let's simmer down. Well, things simmered down a little bit, and then all of a sudden they came to a head where the guy who's pitching for the opposing team jumps the fence trying to get in the stands. <laughs> Church League softball ended in a brawl almost. It was that close to ending in a brawl. I'm like, what is going on? What are we doing? 
this is church league softball, so we break it up, game ends. We lose the championship. They had the lead at the time. Probably going to lose it anyways, but they had the lead at the time. They ended up winning the championship. Fast forward to the next year. It's like, all right, that guy who caused all the trouble, he's gone. Well, guess what? We're in the championship again the next year. I'm not going to lie. Had a pretty loaded team, but the rules changed to where we could get certain players on your team. I didn't necessarily try to stack a team, but we ended up with a mighty good team. Get to the championship game. Same thing. It's like, all right, we got to keep tempers. You know, we got some pretty hot headed guys out there. I don't know if you know this or not, but competition is a real thing. Oh. Well, in lo and behold, lo and behold, we've got a lead on this team. And the only good thing I can say is it wasn't our fault this time. They started fighting with each other, almost think, fighting on the field again. I think I was at that game. Yeah, it was a different team that we were playing, but they almost started fighting with each other enough so that their coach had to come on the field and tell us, I'm never going to get them to stop. I'm never going to be able to get them to stop. They're going to start fighting each other. This game is over. Ended the game just like that. So two years in a row, two years in a row, almost ends in a fight. First time was almost a fan on our side and another and a player for the other team. So that's rough. And then the last time that it ends up happening ends up being a doggone player on player action against the team we're playing. So again, this isn't a youth story, but I was like, what? What in the world is Goodness. happening? So so much so. The last two seasons in that way, season comes up this past season. I'm like, man, I got youth guys that are ready to play, youth girls that are ready to play, some that had even played last year, and I'm sorry for you guys if I didn't get you in the in, on the field because, they're, again, coaching is difficult when you have some guys who are so competitive. All they want to do is win, and it's church league. It's like, guys, we're trying to have fun. It kind of starts to not become fun when it's like that sometimes. Right. So, anyways, fast forward to it. It's like, hey, let's get the season going. They're like, nope. We canceling church league softball. <laughs> how you gonna ch- how you gonna cancel church league softball? And and it was because it almost ended in a brawl two seasons in a row. So man, them Christians y'all, just fighting. <laughs> y- y- y'all ain't supposed to use that language out there on the ball field, but they did. God, it was Goodness it was gracious. So dude. that's kind of how the church league softball kind of dwindled down and became. Might not be a bad yeah. thing they canceled it this year. Probably not. Let the let it simmer a little bit. I'm curious to see if they bring it back next year. We'll see. All right, let's let's get to the fun stuff. We fixing to raise the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter to Aquafina. I need her. All right, let's get into it. We're raising the meter here. Let's grow upstairs a little bit. This is what we've got on tap for you guys tonight. Seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. That's what we're talking about tonight. Noah, somewhat of a deeper topic again. That's right. We're going to kind of dive into this. You want to get it started for us? Yeah, so um, this was a a topic I did that I had kind of texted you about holding, I know, a couple of weeks back. Uh-huh. Um, just an idea for us to, to go through something to discuss. And the really the, the idea to discuss this came from the David Platt book that I was reading mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and I've since then finished that book. But there was a, a part in the book where he was really, really, really harping on um, the importance of Seek justice, love mercy, walk humbly, and even casting crowns. I think has a song that the bridge of it is is, is along those lines yeah. of those words. But the the verse, the Bible verse that we're talking about is is in Micah. Um, it's Micah six eight, and it says, "He has shown you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God." So, um, just based off of that, and that being our topic for tonight, um, 
I began to kind of dig into um, each individual aspect of that. So, you know, how do we act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly? And that led me to Isaiah one seventeen, which says, Learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the cause for the fatherless, and plead the case for the widow. Right? And so, really, when you hear that verse, what are some of the first things that kind of pop in your mind? Kind of some of the first. Seeking justice, I mean, when you look at what justice is, is I mean, there's... You can almost explain it in a couple of different ways, one of which, you know, you look at like a, a judicial law and how things should be done, treating things the right way. One of the verses that I even looked up and was thinking about that I tried to tie to just the topic of justice in general and the reason that we should be this way is in, is in Isaiah. And it's, uh, for, the Lord, for the Lord is a God of justice, which is, he's a just God. Mm-hmm. He is here to bring justice to it. But the first thing that I kind of think about is we shouldn't be walking around in the world and there's a reason that justice is a thing. There's a reason that it says it on the side of a police car and everything. You can't just go around the world and just do whatever you want. Right. Right. There's a reason that a court of law is a thing and that justice has to be served because if you have no justice, all of a sudden everybody in the world is just running, running rampant basically. It's kind of what I think of on the first part of that. And then defending the oppressed, that's probably the biggest of them all. When you have people that can't necessarily get to Let's just use, for example, church, mm-hmm. getting to youth group, getting here, and instead of spreading the word or saying, hey, like we did tonight, we're passing out flyers and everything, inviting people to come and join you, you know, essentially it's like, no, 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 we don't want them to come. And that's not the way it is. <laughs> we're, not, we're not supposed to say, hey, you don't, you don't get to come, right. right? We're not supposed to say, oh, them over there, they can stay over there. You're supposed to say, hey, y'all come. We want you to be a part of this. That's that's part of it there. Um, so that's that's kind of right. starting that, off right and there. And you're, you're 100% right. And that completely leads me into kind of what I was thinking along those lines is, you know, it's so important for us not to forget. You know, I know John 3.16 is a coffee cup verse. <laughs> it's very easy to just gloss over John 3.16. But, you know, there's a part in that verse that says, you know, um, he sent his son for whosoever believes in him, Right. And I know Bruce, our our in, um, transitional pastor here at the church, has really been. He's talked about on on that some, but you know, it is whosoever. It's not. Um, we we're not supposed to pick and choose who should come. It's the this gift of the gospel is available for for anybody, yeah. anywhere, um, and everywhere. And so, yes, like that means we should be seeking justice and and serving those who are homeless, serving those who are rich, serving those who are poor, serving those who might be, you know, discriminated against or or they might not feel welcome. It's so important for us to show them the love of Christ and seek and seek justice and fight for them um, and make them feel loved. And I love there's a, a, a company called Proclamation Coalition. Uh They sell a lot of like you know, Bible-based T-shirts, Bible-based uh, Bible stu- like studies and stuff like that. And one of the T-shirts that they sell, it says, "Treat people like Jesus died for them." And when you first read that, you know, when you stop and you read it again, it's like, okay, yeah, treat people like Jesus died for them. Like yeah. Jesus didn't just come and die on a cross for me and you. Um, you know, He came and died. Um, an undeserving death so that 
we could be set free through yeah. through through the cross. Yeah, there's there's a topic that we're going to do in the future on love because mm-hmm. I think that's just one that you have to do, and we're we're not far, I think, from getting into into Timothy as well and kind of kind of going through the book of Timothy as well. I know you and I have already kind of gotten a head start mm-hmm. on this, but that was a sermon that I was listening to that a guy said, man, the love of God is not for just individual people. It's not for us to decide who gets to have it. And when the preacher was preaching, he's like, it's for you. It's for you, you. And he's pointing out in the crowd, and it's like it's for every single soul on this earth. Yeah. Everybody. Absolutely. And I know this is this is tough, and and this is me pointing the finger at me as well. I, um, you know, I I don't want to. I'm not trying to single anybody out because I'm guilty as well. But I think that's one area where the church has failed in a lot of ways is is not seeking that justice for those who might not feel like they could ever be welcomed in yeah. church. You know, like there are there are really people out there who think that they can't come to church because they're going to be looked down upon yeah. or think that they can't come to church because of something they've done. But the, you know, the very words of Jesus say that the, the church is not a, you know, it's a hospital for the sick. Yeah. It's not, you know, it, it's for, it's for those who need him and need the gospel. And as a church, you know, we're just called to share that with others and, and make them feel welcome. Yeah. I think another difficult thing that in our society today Another thing is seeking justice for those who are trying to spread the word and who are being convicted in doing that, Mm. who are trying to get the word out to people. But our society has turned to a way now where it's like, no, we don't, we don't want to hear about God. We want to know about us. Right. You know, it's about me. It's everything I'm doing in my life Mm -hmm. is what I want. As opposed to these people who are trying to get it out. Like you said, it goes right back to defending the oppressed where it's like they can't, they're being convicted and, and put in a corner saying, no, 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 you're not, you're not going to teach about this. Mm-hmm. But let's listen to me and what's going on in the world. All of these other things that have nothing to do with Christ and could be almost the complete opposite and seeking justice for them as well. Right. Which is such a difficult thing. Do you want to kind of push forward into mercy now? Sure. So in, in mercy, I did look up at least the, the definition that I found in the Bible that I had here, which is kindness and forgiveness, especially when given to a person who doesn't deserve it. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's everybody. That's all of us. When yeah. you think about mercy, every one of us is deserving to die a death and go to hell. That's right. But but God sent his only begotten son for each and every single one of us and died on a cross for our sins. You talk about love right there. And We'll get more into that as we go, but kind of diving into mercy, that's, that's the definition that I read up on it. Yeah, and and that's really the definition I had, too. Um, the exact words of this one were, compassion or forgiveness shown towards one who deserves punishment or harm. So pretty much exactly what you yeah. just said, but, you know, this idea of loving mercy— Right, like we we can't seek justice without loving mercy, because we first have to understand where we were as sinners, and know that what Jesus and what the Lord has done for us, you know, we have to love. You know, we can't act justly towards another without first understanding and loving the mercy that the Savior has given us. Yeah, you know, does that make sense? Oh yeah, I mean, in the Book of Romans alone, I will have mercy on who I have mercy, and I will also have compassion on who I will have compassion. I mean, it ain't up, again, it kind of goes back to the justice side of things as well. It ain't up to us. 
Mm-hmm. God will have mercy on who he will have mercy on and compassion for who he will. And uh, you have you have to love it. Because mm-hmm. if not, where are we at? Right. We're not. Where are we at? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you know, I mean, this is tough, but without understanding the mercy of that the savior has given us and acting justly towards those who need it in their, in their own personal lives. You know, it, it's like, we're just coming to church to play the game of coming to church. Yeah. You know, um, we've already talked about that Sunday morning faith. Right. So, and, and first Peter one, three, praise be to God. And this kind of speaks exactly what you're saying there. Praise be to God and father who of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy has given us new birth into a living hope. Boom. Right there. Without his mercy. Again, that's a that's a Phil Wickman song, isn't it? <laughs> Wickman, Wickman. I'll try to get this right. The, the word right. Living there. hope. Yeah, a living hope. Um, so that's mercy. So we're we've right. seek justice, right? We've lo- we're loving mercy, and I think it's all kind of tied together as we learn about the walk humbly part, because if we, you know, do these things, if we're acting justly and we're loving mercy, but we're doing it all to boost our own image, boost our own selves, then we've missed the whole point. Because the Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And so that perfectly answers this idea of of walking humbly. Like, there's nothing that we could ever do to save ourselves, you know, and you know, if you're listening to this and and you feel like you're you're trying to climb this ladder and you're trying to um, stack these boxes of good things in your life that are are trying to measure up to God, if you're trying to earn you know earn salvation, like the scripture, the truth of the scripture is telling us that there's nothing we could ever do to earn that. But that's the beauty of the gospel and what Christ has done. You know, we can we can try and try and try all day long, but at the end of the day, we have to have Christ. Yeah. And and you know that when when we understand that we know that we have to walk humbly. Yeah. Because you know that, that all, is the only way. Right. All, you know, he deserves all the glory and all the praise for what he's done. Um, and also that led me to James four ten, and it says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that, that verse alone, when you read it, what, what else do you have to say about humbling yourself? But exactly like you said, it, it, we can't do it. We can do all the good deeds we want in the world, but if you're not saved, through salvation only given by Christ. Right. It will matter none. Right. You'll stand in front of some gates when you pass, mm-hmm. and Jesus will look at you and say, yes, you did great things, but I don't know you. Right. And that's and that's a tough pill to swallow. Very. You know, that's that's hard for a lot of people to wrap their minds around, and that's why I say that's that's the beauty of it is that we don't have to try to earn our way, you know, um, doesn't mean you just get to walk around and not worry about justice either. Right. Like you can't just run around and think that oh, I can just do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You still, you, you still got to be a good person. You know what I'm saying, right? And that's where that's where things can get difficult. This is where this conversation can get tough. Is how do you balance? Okay, it's hard for me to be perfect, and you know, gain salvation through Christ. So really, gaining salvation through Christ is the easy part. 
mm-hmm. and then walking as closely as you can with the Lord and trying to be more like Christ, more Christ-like. Mm-hmm. That's where the difficulty comes, but that's where you go back to humbling yourself before the Lord and you understand, again, you said it, I, I'm just essentially reiterating, mm-hmm. when you understand that, you humble yourself to understanding it ain't about me. Right. I can't do this on my own. Right. And I also don't have to be perfect mm-hmm. because of God. Absolutely. I mean, and, and we never, you know, we never will be perfect. No. Um, but that, like we talked about last week with the youth group in our cultural Christianity lesson, like that's not an excuse for us to use the gospel and what Jesus has done for us as a as a license for just sinning yeah. whenever we want to sin. You know, it's all about that relationship and, and growing closer to him, you know. And I had a buddy explain it to me like this one time, and he was like, you know, if me and you claim to be friends, right? We claim to be, um, you know, relationally, relationally, whoa, words, (laughs) words are tough. Words are hard today. Um, but you know, we are friends and if we were to come in here and just for the sake of this example, sit down, turn all of our podcast, you know, gear on and, and, and the tech and get, get everything up running and you hit that button to record and the intro sound comes on and we never start talking right and we just sit here and look at each other and we don't communicate is that a relationship right you know and a lot of times it's so difficult to grow our relationship with the lord because that's you know the mindset that so many of us have and i've struggled with that you know i still you know still struggle with that it's tough to you know, get up in the morning and, and open the word and spend that time with him. But um, there was a lot of times in my life, especially in high school and all, where I was calling myself a Christian, but I was not spending any time with the with the Lord. Yeah. I didn't understand. I, I was that person. You know, I would call myself a Christian, but if I was to sit down right in front of the Lord, you know, I was I was not communicating with him. Come on. You know, and, and that was not a relationship. It was, it was something that I used for people to look at me and think I was doing life right whenever, honestly, behind closed doors when I was outside of the church, I was, you know, living and, and saying things that should not have been, you know, would not be normal things to yeah. come out of a Christian You're not going to say it sitting in church on a Sunday. Right. So I think, I think Carly, one of our youth students, a few weeks back, shout out, she's at Troy now, but Hell Southern. <laughs> she asked such a good question and I think it's a good one to ask on here too and it's if if God already knows what we're going to do then you know why follow him and it's because of that he wants that relationship with you mm-hmm. he wants to know you just like you should want to know him right and that's where it kind of comes back to that where it's like man you just he wants a relationship that's it's good. all about relationship and and when we Understand the mercy when we're walking in relationship him with him. And this is, you know, credit to David Platt and his book that kind of spurred this idea of this conversation. But that's one of the things he says is, you know, when we're in a relationship with the Lord, when we call ourselves a Christian, we cannot go about blindly not yeah. fighting for the oppressed, fighting for those who don't have a voice, fighting for those who feel like they can't come into church. We, we're called to act justly, love the mercy of the Father, and do that by walking humbly, you know, so that he gets all the glory. Boom. Come on. Summed it up perfectly right there, Noah. <laughs> what a what a what a great topic um to get into. Y'all, if there if there's anybody that's listening 
and you ever have questions or anything about this, first of all, Instagram right there, always send a, a, a what is a DM, I guess, on yeah. Instagram if you need to. But we also have a, an email. It's I think it's growingupstairs at gmail.com. So you can always write in there. If you guys have questions, if there's anything that we're talking about that you relate to and you're just like, man, I'm really struggling in this area, and you just need somebody to kind of reach out to and say, hey, I, I was listening to what y'all were saying, and I'd like for you to expound upon this or what have you. Yeah, Reach out because we'd be glad to help. Again, we're here to do exactly that, spread the word. The entire goal of this podcast, and I have to scroll back up to look, we're growing with God together. Together. It's all about community. Right. It's having a relationship not only with one another, but building a relationship with Christ as we continue to grow upstairs. So. We fixing to raise the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter, the meter. Raising the meter right there. Such a good topic to get into. Um, and it's so true. You got to seek justice. You got to love mercy. And you got to walk humbly while you're doing all these things. Uh, great topic. Noah, I'm glad that you brought this to us because, again, Noah's kind of hammering. Noah, Noah's got these topics these past couple of weeks that he's been talking about. He's like, man, let's get to this. And then you got me. I'm like, let's just get to know the show. You know, <laughs> make this thing easy. <laughs> so, But that's such a great um, that's such a great topic to get into well we're going to kind of wrap it up there do you have anything you kind of want to put on the end here before i hit everybody with a killer christian dad joke i don't know man i don't i don't really think i do definitely you know follow us like you said on the instagram page at growing upstairs be on the lookout for some um things coming by there some some more reels some highlights from the show and um we'll get that started back up where we get you to send in some stories but other than that man i've been waiting on this christian joke yes sir dad joke hit me with it i got a pretty good one for you here what is a math teacher's favorite book of the Bible? Come Ma- Matthew? Nope. That's a good one, too. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's numbers. <laughs> uh, that's a good uh, one. Matthew, I didn't even think about that. I'm going to hey. have to put a veto next to this one. These are two answers. There could be more than that. That's right. Um, in there as well. Well, Noah, tell them one more time where they can follow us on Instagram. Over Go there. find us on at Growing Upstairs on Instagram, man. And I'm so excited for this episode to come out. So glad to be catching up with you, Noah, and catching up with everybody else that's out there as well. You guys continue and keep growing upstairs. <laughs>